If you have a mountain bike, you need to pay attention to your suspension. Unless, of course, it's a rigid mountain bike. This means you need to set it up properly, but it also means that you need to maintain it. And if you're like me, you probably neglect your suspension way more than you should. In this episode, I chat with Faith Mata from Jensen USA about setting up your suspension and getting it serviced. That's coming up after this intro. You're listening to the Femme Cyclist Podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen Bonkowski. Like most of you, I'm a bicycle-obsessed rider and sometimes racer. Each week, I'll bring you interviews from inspiring women and offer tips and tricks to help you thrive on the bike. At Femme Cyclist, we celebrate all forms of riding and all forms of women. So whether you're a road racer, bike commuter, or hardcore shredder, You'll find your community here. The new Jensen USA suspension service and just about suspension in general. But before we dive into all of that, Faith, can you give us a little bit of background on you? Who is Faith Mata and how did you get into biking? Uh, It's kind of an interesting story. I was not at all interested in mountain biking. And my husband, he was... um, he wanted to get us into something together, you know, for health reasons. So he dragged me into a bike shop. I had no idea where we were going. And I think I was like age 40 when this starts okay. about 40 years ago. So I'm 44 now. And he's like, pick out a bike. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, this is, I'm not about the gears and everything. I was used to BMX when I was younger and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I picked like, you know, something that looked kind of cool. And I was like, all right, I could live with this. And he got a bike and we went out the next day. We did nine miles and I was hooked because we were in some little back area. I never would have seen with a car or, you know, I was getting to see things you just wouldn't see off, you know, unless you go off the beaten path. And it fascinated me. So it hooked me right away. And he never expected that to happen. And now, like, he's off fishing and doing stuff. But I'm, I'm, I've been obsessed ever since. <laughs> uh, I love that so. when you hear like somebody who uh, got into it for like a spouse or a partner, and it ends up mm-hmm. being their love. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. He expected it to wind up in the garage with dust, and you know, he didn't really think it was going to take. And now it's he can't get me off it. I, it's all I ever do, and. <laughs> Yeah. And how did you end up it's working kind of at Jensen and what's your role there? Um, I just went through a series of bad jobs, toxic atmospheres, and with all the bike riding um, that I do, that's, you know, quality of life is more important to me than mm-hmm. money, you know, especially as you get older, I think it's, that becomes a thing. So um, I just decided I want to work around people that understand what I do, have the same kind of passions, and, you know, they're I mean, it has to be a schedule that allows me to do my riding. So I was like, well, why not? So I applied and sure enough, they picked me up and it's, it's been the best thing that ever happened to me. How does it feel um, to be a woman inside of like this very male dominated industry? It's, it's different. You you get a little more attention, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's, you don't, you don't see a lot of women on the trails and especially me. I tend to ride more with men. So it's, you know, I'm usually one of two or maybe just the only female when I'm out riding. Yeah. And I tend to do more of the advanced trails and the crazier stuff. So 
yeah, there's not many of us at all. Speaking of crazy trails, you have a YouTube channel. I checked that out. Yeah. Thank you. For anybody listening who would like to check it out, what's that YouTube channel? It's Faith Mata, just my name. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So diving into uh, the um, suspension service, Jensen USA has just Mm -hmm. launched this brand new suspension service. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Um, Yeah. Basically, you take your fork or your shock off, you mail it in. And we try to get it back to the customer uh, 72, at least within 72 hours from when it gets to us. So usually the turnaround time is much quicker. But, um, you know, as as uh, business picks up, it'll probably be closer to the, the 72 okay. hours. And t- I mean, I think yeah. probably for a lot of women listening, the thing that sounds a little intimidating about the suspension service is taking off your fork <laughs> and your shock to send yes. in. How difficult is that really to do? I mean, like anything else, it's going to be a little bit of, uh, fumbling along as you go, but um, there's some videos up on on the the website, the Jensen website, with the suspension page um, that shows you how to do that. Our our technician Casey walks you through that, so it shouldn't be too difficult. And what's the I guess what would be the attraction of sending it into Jensen as opposed to going to a local bike shop and not having to take off your fork or your shock or doing any of that yourself? I mean, you can also do that. You can also come in with the bike. Um, but uh, what it is, is um, we have more services that we, that we can typically offer because being a bigger shop, we have um, the specialty tools for each mm-hmm. different type of um, brands. So we have things that we can do that some other local bike shops can't because we have more of the equipment. Yeah. I think, um, the other thing that might be an attraction is just that turnaround time that you mentioned. So yes, it's yeah, pretty so quick. Like when I recently took my fork in to be serviced, it took a long time because bike shops right now are like very backed up and very yes. short staffed. And, um, so even though you might want to support your local bike shop, you might just might need a quicker turnaround. And that seemed very attractive. Yes. To me. Yeah. We have a, a lot better chance of getting that back to you quickly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Very good. And there are two different services. Can you differentiate between the two of those? Yes. One is a mid-level service and that's kind of like your seasonal refresh. And that's about every 50 hours or so of ride time. Um, it's uh, where the fork on the fork, they replace the seals in the bath oil and they do an air can service on the shock. And then the factory level service, that's about every 100 to 200 hours, um, you know, kind of per your, uh, your shocks, uh, the company's recommendations. On the fork, they replace the seals, bath oil, um, they do the air shaft and damper. And the, um, the rear shock, they do the air can service, the damper service, the nitrogen recharge, and the vacuum bleed, if that's applicable. And um, every time they do the service, either one, uh, the shock gets cleaned, it's inspected for damage. Um, they do the functionality testing and all your settings are restored to what you had when you came in. They put them back. Oh, I want to ask more about that in a minute, but first the yeah. 50 hours, that's like almost shocking to me because say I ride my I know. 10 hours Who a does week, that, I, right? I don't send mine in like every month or every Yes, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm the worst. Yeah, I admit. So let's say you're going over your 50 hours. Um, what are some mm-hmm. signs that it's probably time to send it in? Um, you'll notice that your suspension is not functioning correctly. Um, it's just you know, the compression or the rebound is not what it should be, or it's sagging too much when you get on it. Um, 
there's you can have leaking oil uh, sometimes with you if you push down on the suspension you can get a squelching noise which that's caused by like a gas charge bleed off and it causes cavitation in the oil so those are those are some good signs yeah point does it not make sense anymore to service your suspension and just replace it or get a new bike um if it's getting older um sometimes you want to upgrade uh to something you know that'll give you some give you some options you didn't mm-hmm. have before you know especially if you have an older bike and um sometimes the cost of you know uh fixing whatever's damaged it, it doesn't make sense it's just better to buy a new one sure yeah and in terms of older forks or older shocks i think i saw it was like five years old is what your limits are uh probably okay. about that yeah what brands or what products do you work on and is there any that you do not well we try to stick with anything 2018 and okay. current um, so we do Fox Shocks, Rock Shocks, Olin's, Cane Creek, Manitow, DVO, and we are in progress to do the Sun Tour. We don't do, sorry, we don't do the MRP okay. though. And is your suspension service only for um, like maintenance or are you helping with setup as well? Um, th- they can advise you with setup. We can we can walk you through some of the steps um, in our like we'll call department too, or we can get, you know, the technician to come over and talk to you if you need a little bit of help setting yourself okay, up. Okay, but you're not doing any kind of custom yeah. tuning like... Um, Uh, Nothing like shimming or anything like that. We don't do that, but um, we can, you know, do volume spacers, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, So you'd mentioned earlier when you're servicing suspension, putting it back to factory settings. So when that happens, you're going to have to do all of your setup again. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We put it back to um, uh, your settings, your personal ones. Awesome. That that was yes, yeah, yeah. excellent. Let's move on. So let's say we are mm-hmm. buying a brand new bike. Do you, I think a lot of women buy a brand new bike and just go ride and they don't ever spend the time yeah. to set up their suspension correctly. What are some of the things you yeah. should be doing when you get this new bike? Well, the three things you want to set up are the sag and that's um, the, uh, well, the compression and the rebound and sag is just how much travel your bike uses when you're just sitting on it in a natural riding position. So you want to make sure that's not too much or, you know, you you need to air it up to about rider Mm -hmm. weight and uh, like half of the rider weights in the back. And then the compression, um, when you're out riding, um, you know, when the tire comes up, the fork compresses down, that's your compression and rebound is the, when the fork extends back from that compression. So if you don't set those correctly, um, if you're going over a bunch of rocks, you can get bounced right off the bike. Or if you do a jump, you can get bucked off. So it's very important that your settings be correct, especially lighter weight riders like women. Um, it's more important, I think, uh, that those things are very fine-tuned. And so how do you go about fine-tuning them? Um, there On the fork itself, there's compression settings down at the base and the rebound on the shock, there's a dial and it gives you the charts for what you should air your fork and shock up to. And there's also usually like a QR code or something on the modern shocks that you can scan and it'll, it'll walk you through everything, explains what everything is. So it's pretty helpful. Perfect. And then yeah. I always 
um, really recommend like also like writing down your settings. Yes. And my husband is so good, luckily, because I'm not, but he has like a spreadsheet with yeah. all of our bikes and all that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Another thing is too, to kind of tune it in as mm-hmm. you ride, um, you can leave it wide open or closed and you go out, you do a little bit of riding, see how it feels and then turn it a click or two, do some more riding and dial things in that way. And that might be better for a lighter rider because it can be very little increments. And yeah, I would just really encourage women to be willing to experiment and try things out too. Mm -hmm. I think that men are much more um, generally much more willing to experiment and play with it. And women are like, so afraid if I touch something, I'm going to break it. So yeah, it's yeah. not the case. I've I've even had to dial it in a little bit on the trail too. I was getting bucked on a very very rocky trail, and I had to, you know, slow my rebound a little. So, it's you know it it can change per yeah. trail. It can. So you know you can always switch it up if it's not working at that yeah. moment. So we see a lot of the women specific brands, like the ones coming to mind are Liv and Juliana. That mm-hmm. they actually. Um, market the fact that their suspension is tuned for women or for lighter weight riders. What is, what specifically are they talking about there? Um, I don't, I don't know suspension. I mean, the suspension is the Mm -hmm. suspension. It's, it's not particularly male or female, but um, I think it would just, yeah, I'm not really sure what it means on the suspension. I understand the bike itself the bike itself can be woman specific. And what that is, is they've done a lot of research of women, their riding styles, their weight, their heights, um, you know, how our bodies are proportioned and everything and how we ride. So what they do is they market a bike that's maybe a little bit shorter Mm -hmm. reach. Um, Maybe the handlebars that they include are a little less wide. Uh, the seat will be more specific to accommodate like the female genitalia, you know, with cutouts and things to protect the soft tissue. So it's, you know, it's not a bad idea. I mean, that can be really helpful, but you know, whatever bike a woman is comfortable on, that's what yeah. matters. It doesn't have to be female specific, but it is a, it is a good Absolutely. concept. Yeah. And I think that some of those, yeah. um, like brands like Juliana and live, they are actually mm-hmm. like changing the tuning on the um, suspension from factory settings. So if you are yeah. a lighter weight rider, that might make sense. But like you're saying, it's not like yes. a gender specific thing. It's really a weight yeah. issue. So if you. Yeah. And it's just a matter of fine tuning it and you could do that on the bike, that's whether that's geared toward a man or yes, not. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but that's also, I mean, I think something even for smaller men or for like my son, he's getting mm-hmm. about ready now for an adult sized yeah. bike. So um, that makes sense to consider your weight as well. Yeah, I think In so. addition to weight, um, what about your rider style? How does that affect um, your suspension setup? Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Um, some people like a very plush uh, feel on their suspension other people like it a little bit stiffer um if you lock out your suspension or have it a little stiffer it makes for better climbing um something a little more plush um that's going to be better and give you more comfort on like really intense rock gardens um big drops and jumps 
you know, things like that. So it really depends on what you like, a stiffer or more plush suspension. What else? Is there anything we're missing that we should be thinking about or knowing about our suspension? Um, I just think you don't be afraid to play with it. You know, make sure you get that tuned in and it, it can change who you are as a rider and how you ride. Um, like I said, sometimes on, on one trail, I was getting bucked off and I realized I needed to slow my rebound down. As soon as I did that, the bike was a little bit of a different machine and it was what I needed for that particular trail. So don't, don't be afraid to mess with it uh, and mess with it on the fly. You know, it can definitely, it can definitely help. Um, one question I am coming back to you on the suspension service. When you figure, you go watch these videos, you tear off your fork, you yeah. tear off your shock. <laughs> um, how are you actually packaging this to send it in? Um, you're you're going to put it in a box that's kind of, you know, similar to the shape if you can. Um, make sure there's plenty of like bubble wrap or something like that. You really want to protect those forks because you know what the price is right. on those but yeah you want to make sure it gets to us okay intact. and then it's going to come back yeah. home in the same packaging it was sent in yes it should unless uh, we can't preserve it um when we open it but it will definitely repackage it very Got well it. For you. and then it might make sense to hold on to it for future for sending it back again in the future and in another True, 50 yes. hours yeah it's going to come around real fast yes. i know i know <laughs> I don't think most of us do that. Even. <laughs> Way behind. But it's just like it's just like changing the oil in your car. You know, the more that you service it and take care of it, the longer you're going to extend Absolutely. its life. Absolutely, yeah. So, if people would like to go out and learn more about the Jensen Suspension Service, where can they go do that? Oh, jump on our website. There's right in the beginning the banner that flows across the screen there, and um, there's the suspension service. You can get on there and you fill out whatever it is that you, you know, the information on your shock before you send it in. That's how we do it, um, and that way we know what we're getting when the the shock arrives. And um, but it's there's videos on the site, um, how tos, things like that. So. Yeah, it's just the Jensen USA website. There you go. I encourage everybody, especially if it's been more than 50 hours since the last time you yeah. did it, um, to consider, you know, taking your bike into your local shop or sending it to Jensen. And this is a great additional option we have. Before we go, I've got three final questions for you. And okay. the first one is what bike or bikes do you ride? Well, I have the 2022 Ibis Ripmo. That's the main one I ride. My prior one was a Trek Fuel EX8. Um, but the Ritmo, that's, yeah, that's an amazing bike. I'm on it all the time. I kept the other one just in case as a backup, but I'm never yeah. on it anymore because the Ritmo is just I have awesome. the Mojo and I love it also. Yeah. Yes. Ibis is yes. great. I love yeah. Ibis. Yeah. Um, the second question is, what is your favorite place you've ever ridden your bike? It's kind of a secret trail over here. I mean, it's not totally secret anymore it's called skid marks that's a favorite trail of mine out here and uh my kind of backyard playground where i'm always at though is sycamore canyon right right behind uh jensen ah, USA. Look at you. <laughs> yes i get to ride and then go do you to ever work. get to test out bikes um okay. i don't i don't shoot <laughs> we don't have shoot. a demo fleet right now <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> um and last question is what is your favorite thing about riding your bike um i think it's for me, I'm a very, very anxious person. And I, you know, had a tendency towards depression and not doing anything with my life. So getting out there, it gets me exercise. Um, 
when I'm on the trail, I have to focus all my thoughts, my effort, my energy onto paying attention to what I'm doing, or, you know, you're going to have an accident. So for that time that I'm out there, I'm relieved of all that depression, all that anxiety, because I don't have time to Mm. think about it. And so it's just, I'm really living in the moment. I'm living free. It's the adrenaline rush. It's, I don't know, the sun rises, the sun sets, everything, nature, it's peaceful. So it just, the mental health aspect of it, I cannot stress enough. That was huge for me. So I'm the same way. I totally relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely think mountain biking saved my life. Whether you choose to use Jensen or your local bike shop, or maybe you even learn to do it yourself, which would win you major bonus points in my book, make sure you're giving your suspension the love it deserves. And also spend a little bit of time to make sure that your suspension is set up correctly. That can make a huge difference in how well your bike performs for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go on out to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review. This helps us to reach other awesome women who love bikes just like you. Super appreciate you. Hope you get out for our ride this week and we'll be back next week with another episode.